Oompa Loompa Loompa Dee Doo, I've got another podcast for you. Yes, I do. Welcome, it's the Harland Highway. I am your host, Harlan Williams. Uh, good to have you here, friends. Uh, what a show uh, we got for you today. I'm going to uh, give you a rundown of how my Halloween went. I promised I would. Uh, I had one really, really cool event happen on Halloween that is so Halloween, it can't be more Halloween. Wait, wait till you hear what happened to me. It was awesome. Um, we're also going to be, uh, doing a crazy news story. Some guy got attacked by something while doing a campfire song. Oh my God. Can you guess where this one's going? Also, uh, I believe Aunt Ruthie called in and left another message. Uh, my crazy Aunt Ruthie from Rochester, New York, always getting lost in her car. Roger tells me that, uh, she called in. Uh, so we'll see what she's up to. And also, um, we're going to make a call to a pet shop and try and purchase some man-eating piranha fish or some kind of violent flesh-eating fish later on in the show. So hang around for that. Put your scuba gear on, everybody, because this is the Harland Highway. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Harlan, funny stuff, bro. Funny stuff. Keep it coming. Later. How long have you had this job? Long enough. He's fine as long as he gets his medication. He doesn't get his medications. He's not fine. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You're a groovy boy. I'd like to strap you on sometime. The Harland Highway. You're all going to experience intense... Mental, physical, strength. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. Don't let me do it. I'll do it, I swear to God. Don't be such a fucking pussy. You're new around here, ain't you? What's your name? You're listening to Harland Williams. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Well, I told you I would give you an update on my Halloween night. Once I, uh, you know, let it all settle. And uh, it was a blast. It was a blast. I did I did what I did last year. I went with, like, a whole group of friends, like 20 of us. We all uh, met at uh, one of my buddy's houses, and then we rented one of these uh, party buses. And we all got in the party bus, and the uh, music's blaring, and... People are up dancing. There's a there's a pole in the middle of the bus. There's a it actually had hardwood floors. The bus uh, had a great sound system. Um, everyone's drinking. Everyone's smoking a little dope. Everybody's uh, having a blast, and uh, it was great. We went to the uh, went to this nightclub that did a lot of '80s music, Billy Idol and The Cure and all that stuff. And uh, people were decked out, dressed like bulls and devils and the Grim Reaper and wizards and Spider-Woman and just all kinds of crazy stuff, man. So it was it was pretty damn fun. Um, I got to tell you, though, the highlight of my Halloween, and th- this was classic, um, on Halloween day, I was, uh, I was driving home from the gym. 
and I stopped in. Uh, I took this side street, stopped in to get some uh, some some dinner, grab some fast food um, from a place uh, near my house, and uh, and uh, I grab my fast food and I come out on the street. And as fate would have it, this is the same street where they shot the movie Halloween. This is the exact street with the same houses, everything, right? So I'm aware of that. I'm driving up the street. All the kids are trick-or-treating, and it looked like right out of the movie Halloween. The kids are trick-or-treating, and then standing there in front of the real Halloween house is a guy. I don't know if he does this as a tradition or he just has to do it because he loves the movie Halloween. There's a guy standing in front of the house out on the sidewalk in full Michael Myers Halloween mode. He had the, he had the blue jumpsuit and that creepy mask and, and a, a knife in his hand. And, I mean, it, it was identical, identical to the, the outfit the guy in the real movie had. And as I drove by, he just kind of looked at me through the through that blank stare on the on the face of that mask, and kind of like tilted his head as I went by. And I was like, "Oh yes, 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 yes! So cool!" Because I I just love that movie. I saw that movie when it first came out when I was a kid, and it was terrifying. And uh, it kind of opened up the door for modern day horror films. It was like it was like the uh, the next level up from Psycho. It was like the modern day Psycho of its time, and uh, it was done really well. And, and that Michael Myers was such a mysterious, creepy, evil character. And to see this guy, I mean, he he replicated it like perfectly. And just to drive by and see him there. At the real Halloween house. What a treat. So a good Halloween. Lots of fun. Lots of laughs. Lots of goofiness. And uh, let's see if we do it all again next year, baby. Hello? Hello? Hi, Harlan. This is Debbie from Phoenix. I had called you a little while ago um, asking about Aunt Ruthie. To have her on the show, I love her so much, and I'm starting to get really worried because she hasn't been on, and I was wondering, like, is, is she in jail after running over that kid? Um, does she have Ebola? I mean, what's going on? I'm really, really worried about her. So, uh, well, let her know. I love her, and I hope everything's okay. And thanks for doing your show. I love you. You're the greatest. Bye, Harlan. Hello. Hello, Holland. Are you there, honey? It's your Aunt Ruthie calling from Rochester, New York. Are you, are you there? Oh, my God, I think I got your answering machine again. Hi, Angel, how are you? Aunt Ruthie misses you so much. I haven't talked to you in so long. <laughs> Big kiss for you. Oh, Christ, there's something stuck in my lip. Oh God! I think it's, I think it's one of Uncle Harry's pubic hairs. The old bastard got all fired up last night and wanted your Aunt Ruthie to do some fellatios. And you know, at my age, Holland, little angel, it's not easy for Aunt Ruthie to perform the fellatios the way I used to. You know, my knees are bad. 
My ankles get swollen up and my eyesight's not so good, Angel. You know, sometimes I miss your old Uncle Harry's porpoise and I bite him right in the belly button. Oh, God, this thing's long. Hang on, honey, let me pull Uncle Harry's pube out of my teeth here. Oh, there it is. Anyways, let me roll down the window and there we go. I just, you're free, you're free. One of Uncle Harry's pubes is floating in the sky now. It's free. Finally got out of his moldy underpants, little angel. And I don't mean to be mean to you, Uncle Harry, but he does, it smells like a Boston soup kitchen down there in between your Uncle Harry's legs. Just a dirty, nasty rotten smell like somebody left a piece of cheese inside of a fucking dumpster behind Denny's. Anyhow, Angel, listen, Aunt Ruthie's calling. I'm in a bit of a predicament. I'm pulled over at the side of the road. I went out for Halloween, Holland. I went out. I had. I didn't want to go out for Halloween, but Uncle Harry's stomach was acting up, and he wanted me to drive down to the pharmacy in my little car and go and get to get him some liniments or whatever they are to help his stomach, the poor old bastard. You know, Uncle Harry, his stomach goes and then he starts farting up the house like a fucking Arizona shitstorm, you know, Holland. So anyhow, love, listen, I was driving and I forgot that it was Halloween night and I was driving through the streets and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes fucking Superman and Spider-Man and Wonder Woman. And I got scared and I panicked, little angel, and I smashed right through them. And I didn't think superheroes could scream and cry the way these little ones did. But, oh my goodness, they flew off the hood. They bounced off the windshield. Superman did a cartwheel through the air and hit a fucking light pole. And I thought, oh, well, who cares? It's fucking Superman, right? Turns out he's not as fucking strong as everyone thought, little angel. I think his back snapped in half. And then Spider-Man hit a fucking wall and it looked like something splattered out of his stomach. And then Wonder Woman, I... She didn't even get airborne, for Christ's sake. She got trampled under my wheels, and I could hear a fucking costume banging off my undercarriage, Holland. And I'm worried about damage, and then her hair got stuck on Uncle Harry's trailer hitch, and I think I dragged Wonder Woman for about a mile and a half before that stupid idiot finally let go. I mean, my goodness, the superheroes... Anyway, so listen, Angel, that was the start of it. And then I'm driving. I took a left over on 14th Street. Remember when you were a little boy? And we used to take you to the malt shop over on 14th Street, little Angel. And you would always get a, a Coca-Cola float. And all the Coke and the ice cream would foam up. And you would get it on your mouth. And you looked like an old man with a beard. Do you remember that, Angel? You looked like a little Benjamin Button. You were like nine years old, but you looked like Uncle Harry after he woke up after all night whiskey bender. Remember that, little angel? Anyhow, I'm taking a left on 14th Street, and fucking Shrek comes out of nowhere. I did the fucking green old Shrek, and then I think there was also Iron Man. That the, the guy, he I don't know how he moves around all dressed up in iron. 
I mean, how the hell can you be mobile and you, if you're wearing... <laughs> oh, God, there's another pube in there. Hang on, Harlan. <laughs> oh, God, it's in the back. I think it's wrapped around my epiglottis or whatever that fucking dingle bell that hangs at the back of your throat, Harlan. You know, what's that thing, the uvula or some such fuck? I'm not sure, but it looks like a punching bag at the back of my throat. Oh, my God, hang on. It's one of Uncle Harry's gray pubes is wrapped around there like a fucking boa constrictor around a baby rabbit or something. Hang on, Aunt Ruthie's got to stick her fingers right down at the back of her throat, little angel. Hang on. Hang on, angel. I've almost got it. Someone's honking. Stop honking at me. I'm parked at the side of the road. I killed Wonder Woman and Hulk and fucking Shrek. Okay? I've got one of my husband, 96-year-old husband's pubes wrapped around my uvula. Do you mind? I think someone could give an old lady a break, Holland. Unbelievable. Hang on. I've almost got it, Holland. It's halfway up. <laughs> There it is. Hang on, let me roll down. You're free to go. Fly away, little pubic snake. Oh, my God, look at that thing float around. Oh, a little sparrow just grabbed it out of the air, and now he's going to go make a nest out of your Uncle Harry's dirty pubes. Oh, my God, isn't the world a funny place, Holland? Anyways, last thing I want to say is I ran over the Hulk. Do you know this stupid fucking green guy that looks like Shrek's queer lover? Anyhow, I hit the fucking Hulk. He came out of nowhere, and his bag of candies flew up all over the fucking place. It was raining fucking Snickers bars and Good and Plenty and potato chips. All that shit landed in my windshield, Holland. You ever run through a fucking hive of honeybees or some mosquitoes when you're driving, and they splatter all over your window? Oh, my God. I had Snickers bars and Mars bars all over my fucking window. It looks like little children was shitting on my car or something full of peanuts and oh my god anyways angel i don't want to use up all your answering machine but aunt ruthie's okay i just want you to know i wiped out most of the marvel empire of the superheroes and i'm gonna be fine but i hope you will angel i'm gonna go stop honking at me i'm talking to my nephew Sons of bitches. I'll run you over the way I ran over the fucking Incredible Hulk. Not so incredible now, is he? More like the incredible pile of green shit. How about that? Unbelievable. Just an old lady from Rochester, New York, and people are... Oh, God, I found another one, Holland. I better go. I think I might need tweezers for this one. I love you, Angel. Aunt Ruthie loves you, okay? Give us a call when you get the chance, Angel. Little golden angel with your freckly little face. Bye, Angel. Oh, my God, it's a big, thick one. I don't even think this one's Uncle Harry's. Oh, my. Oh, God. 
What is wrong with my Aunt Ruthie? <sighs> Thank you for calling in and asking about her. I'm glad you're concerned. We, we went right into uh, the uh, voicemails, and sure enough, there she was. I, I don't know how she keeps missing me, but... Uh, Oh, boy, she uh, killed a bunch of trick-or-treaters, and uh, you heard the rest. Boy, oh, boy. Well, let's move along to something more real, something more relevant. Let's get into the news, but let's not get into the normal everyday news. No, 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 no. Let's get in to the crazy news. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, This one, uh, wow, this one, I wish, and I know this sounds mean, but I wish this would happen to Campfire Timmy, the freak that comes on my show and plays campfire songs. Listen what happened to this campfire singer. And a campfire song one Oregon man won't soon forget. Take a look at this scary incident. Okay, so this guy's playing. He's at the campfire and a bat flies out of nowhere. Yes, that is a bat. Derek Sko camping there with family and friends. You see he's in the middle of that jam session. He was attacked by the bat. It tried apparently a couple times to attack him until a friend finally shot it with the BB gun. Sko had the bat tested, and it indeed had the rabies. So he's been on medication ever since. That's my worst nightmare right there. Oh, my gosh. Scary, scary stuff. Oh, that's awful. And he did one extra strum after the bat bit him. The bat was light leached on, and he... That's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, the guy's just playing away, standing in the campfire. Didn't sound very good, though. I mean, you heard the guy. Just it clung, 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 clung. It, it, sound, it sounded a lot like Campfire Timmy. And uh, I guess you can look for this video on the Internet, but uh, basically you see this bat. It's the middle of the day. It's not even nighttime. It's the middle of the day. Since when do bats come out during the day? Have you ever seen a bat during the day? No. So these dummies standing around playing guitar in the middle of the woods should have got a clue. You know, you're you're playing you're playing outside in broad daylight, and a bat starts circling around you. Guess what? Something might be wrong there, dummy. And you know, on top of that, this guy was wearing shorts, and he looked like a grill gomer. And he's like jumping around, playing an acoustic guitar, and his buddy's playing a piece of wood. You know, I get it. Sometimes people like to go organic, and they get out camping, and they go, "Let's let's kind of go real basic and primitive," and they try to be all like hippie-ish, and they just come off as morons. And I think this bat was like, you know, I've got the rabies, I've got a splitting headache, I'm my eyes are bl- bl- dripping blood. I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm just trying to hang upside down and get through this rabies garbage. And now I got this guy in the Bermuda shorts making all kinds of noise. Well, I'm going to put an end to that bullshit. And this thing swoops down and it, it, it does about three circles around the guy and then lands where else? Right on his throat. You know, of course, the bat's going to go for the throat. And the guy doesn't do much at first. He's still playing, and then all of a sudden, I guess it bit into him, and he, like, jumped back. 
and his buddy got a BB gun out and shot it. And they took it in, they put it in a bag, I guess, and took it to the hospital. How does that how does that interaction go? Hi, welcome to St. Mary's Hospital. How may we help you? Here, take a look at this. What in the name of hell is that? That's a dead bat with a BB through its face. Oh my god. Yeah, could you test it for rabies and maybe check its blood pressure and make sure it doesn't have any tumors and stuff while it's here? Sir, it's dead. I know, but I really care about nature. Um, so so scary stuff, man, but but and this sounds mean, but god, I wish that would happen to Campfire Timmy. You know that idiot that shows up here and sings campfire songs for me? And I have to because my boss, Mr. Featherstone, it's his nephew or something. Or his son. It's not really clear. Oh, I would love a giant bat, a fruit bat, a vampire bat, anything just to fly out of the trees. How about a whole flock of bats, man? Just swoop down and eat, eat Timmy's throat. So he can't sing. Give him the rabies. I like how she says the rabies. It's something you don't really think about anymore. You don't you don't think about things getting rabies really anymore, you know, and all of a sudden, boom. You gotta you got so 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 word to the wise, if you see a bat in the middle of the day, or you see a, a polar bear swim up on a tropical beach. Anything that seems way out of sorts, that that's probably a sign that the critters got the rabies. And listen, I, if any of you bats are listening, let me send out some sonar. That was sonar for attack campfire Timmy. Ugh. Chicken chow man. Hey, hey brother. I I used to love listening to that opening song. My name's Nathan. Um back in two thousand ten. I wish you would like bring it back occasionally. Like just play the that one with the rock and roll intro where the the, the guy singing about it uh, I got the chin and blah blah blah. Love it. Play that once in a while, please. Thank you.
Yeah, baby. There it is. There it is, Pavement Pounders. That is a song that was, uh, I played it on, on the podcast a few times before. That it was a song by a band named Perry Grip. Um, and uh, these guys do a lot of uh, music. I think they did the theme for Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, that TV series, and all kinds of stuff. And the timing of your call is perfect because just this week, this is bizarre. Uh, I was in at uh, Walt Disney Studios. I'm working on a, a show that I created over there that I'll be able to tell you about more uh, down the road if it gets picked up. We're, we're waiting to see if it gets picked up. But anyways, I was over there doing some some music stuff, some soundtrack stuff, and I walk out of the recording studio over at Disney and uh, there's a bunch of people waiting to go in and use the recording studio. And one of the guys standing out there goes, oh, my God, Harlan Williams. And I go, hey, man, how you doing? And he goes, um, you don't know me, but my name's Perry Grip, and uh, I did a song about you. And I was like, what? I was like, holy crap, it's the guy. This is the guy. I said, dude, thank you so much. I, I, I mean... Obviously, there's a lot of work went into that song. It sounds great, and uh, you know how often is it you get a song made about you? And uh, so I thought he did a great job. I said, "Dude, I'm completely flattered and complimented." And and he's like, "Well, I'm just such a fan, and uh, you know, I just wanted to make a song." And I was like, "Hey, thank you, man. It totally caught me off guard, but thank you." So uh, so there it is, Perry Grip. Look him up on the internet, buy his music, and uh, talented, talented guy. And uh, thanks for calling in and reminding us about the Harland Williams song. I'm having. A, can you tell I'm having a little ego stroke right now? Can you tell? Oh, my God, someone wrote a song about me. Oh, blessed. The heavens must have opened up. But you got to admit it is kind of fun. So what the hell? I kind of like it, too. It's kind of a catchy tune. Um. Well, hey, let's uh, let's end the show here with something a little funny. Uh, this is uh, this is me, and uh, I made a crank call because I wanted to buy my imaginary son a man-eating fish. Thank you for calling, Wet Pets. This is Alan. Oh, hey, Alan. How are you today? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, listen. Uh, my boy just, uh, well, he had a bedwetting episode, and uh, he uh, kind of got through that. And uh, as a reward, we promised him uh, a fish. And uh, for some godforsaken reason, he wanted one of these piranhas. Do you got the... Uh... Uh, piranhas are against the law in the state of Alabama. You cannot own them. Oh. Well, see, I didn't know that. Well, do you have anything uh, close to that, like anything that... Um, I don't have anything that's going to look exactly like that. Something that eats other, uh, like if we drop a, he, he likes to drop mice and rocks on mice and stuff. So if we dropped a mouse in the water, would do you have a fish that would eat that mouse up? No, sir, but I have fish that will eat other fish. Oh, that sounds good. Okay, talk to me. Ones. Uh, what, what are what, those? I have some Jack Dempsey's. Uh, I have uh, some large Tiger Oscars. Oh, uh, I've got a, some green. I got a green terra. What size tank uh, are you? Are we putting the fish in? 
Uh, we got probably about a 15-gallon, which gives it a lot of room to uh, move around. I mean, we could probably drop something a little bigger in there. Do you have? Do you sell uh, hamsters and stuff? Or yes, or the hamster. I mean, the fish is not going to eat that. Uh, well, what if I had? Did you have? If I bought like a school of fish, would they eat it all up? Like just maybe? Yes, sir. I have. I have fish that the. I have fish the to sell that is food for other fish. But what this look, my boy, he had this bedwetting thing, and he loves to like drop rocks on mice and stuff. But if we threw a hamster in there, would they eat its legs and so it couldn't swim and then sinks to the bottom? No, sir, I doubt it. And they could kind of pluck no, it so apart. The hamster, the hamster or the rat would, or mouse would get out before that would happen. What if we like tied a rock around it or something? Would it would like, it sink down and then you know the fish could just kind of slowly pluck at it like they're at the golden corral type thing? think so uh, the fish is the only thing that i've got that uh uh to feed the other fish to be honest with you oh god you know i, I don't know why my kid has this thing about you know dropping rodents he drops rocks on them and uh he'd like he'd love to see a fish eat one up if he can help me out yes sir but i don't have any fish that's going to do that all right, well, let's deal with fish eating fish. Well, you got okay. you got the you got those goldfish with the big bubbly eyes. I do, but they don't eat fish. No, but if I bought no. one of the, you said the Oscar will eat another fish. Yes, but the Oscar will eat another fish, a smaller fish, or we'll pick on some, or we'll. That's what I want. Something. That's what I want. I like okay. when you say pick on because I think pick my boy would love to see an Oscar like pop the eye, one of those bubbly bubbly eyed. I don't have the bubble eyes in stock right now. Uh, I have some other fish, but I don't have any bubble eyes. But if I if I did drop a bubble eye in there, would the Oscar pop its eyes like a like a balloon type thing? Probably over. Yes, sir. I'm, I can't guarantee that. I've never tried that before. You've never seen an Oscar pop the, the I've never eye. put the two together because the two don't live in the same habitat. You know what I'm saying? I, right. But if the, if they did, uh, sounds to me like what you're saying is the Oscar would pop their big bubbly eyes out and eat them. They eat the big, those big, they look like balloons. That's, that's possible. Wow. That. What about, this is, uh, is kind of getting into a weirdsville, but if, like, let's say the Oscar was taken, you know, went after the bubbly-eyed goldfish right in the, do, do bubbly-eyed goldfish have a penis? No, sir. Like, could it eat, would it eat its penis off if it was, like, pulling it out to go uh, pee? You're, or? you're getting a little, little grotesque for me, sir. I can't cons- continue this conversation. You know, well, this, fish. I'm I mean, sorry, but this is from my boy. This is for I my son. That, but I what? sell them as pets, you know, mainly, and not. Uh, there are some fish for that, but you know, I, not, not a, not a goldfish. I, don't, I wouldn't recommend, necessarily recommend doing that. Okay, well, you know, maybe I, you know, maybe I agree with you there. Maybe that is getting a little grotesque, and I, I think I need to talk to my boy. What, uh, thank you. what kind of boy would want to see another fish eat another fish's penis and pop its eyes out? I don't think that. I think you've just kind of woke me up that I need to talk to my boy, and I thank you for that. You're welcome, sir. Thank you so much. And when yes, when sir. he gets his head right, I'm going to come down there and just buy a regular fish. All righty. All right. You're thank a good you. man. Thank you so thank much you, for sir. this. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Bye bye now. Well, there you go. If you if you want to reward your kid for getting through his bedwetting phase, just uh, you know, make sure you. Uh, 
Buy him some man-eating piranhas. Holy jumping! Well, that's it. We'll end it. We'll end on that. How do you how do you top that, ladies and Snurgle Blurgans? You just don't. You don't. You don't top a man-eating bubble-eyed fish penis routine. Uh, but let's end on some announcements here, which are all to your benefit. Um, these are all all to your benefit. Don't forget tonight. I am in Tampa, Florida, playing the Improv. I'll be there tonight. November 6th through November 9th, going to be a blast, I promise you. Uh, Great club, great shows. Also going to be in uh, San Jose, November 13th to the 16th. Fantastic. At the Improv in San Jose. And then November 20 through 22nd, Thursday through Saturday, I will be at the Parlor Live in Seattle, Washington. Another great club. Three amazing clubs. And then in December, I'll be in Kansas City and Indianapolis. I'll give you more details on that as we get closer. Going to be a blast. Go to harlowwilliams.com. Click on the links for tickets, and uh, we will see you there. Also, when you're at harlowwilliams.com, join my YouTube channel. Just hit subscribe. Click the button, and you're in. Uh, Visit our store for crazy merchandise. Um, what else can I tell you? Uh, you can write me at harlemwilliams.com while you're there, or if you want to leave me a phone message and, uh, you know, you could ask about Aunt Ruthie or you could ask about the Harlan Williams song, whatever you want. You can ask whatever you want, say whatever you want. It's just an answering machine. You don't have to talk to anybody. Uh, 323-739-4330, 323-739-4330. The number is at the site, harlemwilliams.com, if you don't remember it. Uh, but that's it, gang. Uh, check out allthingscomedy.com, the podcast network where you can also find my podcast with other funny comedians. And um, that's it. We're going to go. i got to get down to the pet shop, pick up my man-eating piranhas and uh until next time everybody you know what i'm about to say chicken chow mein baby